Hello, I'm Harry Karanja the lawyer and I am Gashau Patrick the Liman and this is Swalanyeti, the Kenyan legal podcast that pairs a Liman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions. This is episode 2 of Swalanyeti. Welcome Gashau. Hey man, how are you Harry? Uh, very well, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. The sun is out and happy to ask the wakili another question. Excellent. So what are we discussing today? Today's question is in the area of inheritance and it was from Rosemary. She wrote, Hello, counsel. My mother had been in hospital on and off the whole of last year after being diagnosed with diabetes. Last October, the doctors told us she had contracted an infection that would need surgery. Before her surgery, she called us to her hospital bed. You see, our late father had left her many pieces of land and money in the bank account that she wanted to give us. She wanted us to have in the event of her death. She asked us to share this between me and my two sisters, a cousin of ours who is like a brother, and her only surviving sister, our auntie. All of us were in the room when she said this. In fact, our cousin wrote down minutes of this meeting. And... We all signed them except for our mom who was too weak to sign. Unfortunately, she fell into a coma after the surgery and 6 months later she passed on. This is what I want to understand. Are these minutes a valid will? Good question and if I understand correctly, Rosemary's mother died after dictating how she wants her property to be distributed and that was reduced into minutes which were signed by everyone except for her unfortunately 6 months later she died from the surgery correct and you know what i like about this is that there are minutes they are written they were signed in the presence of everyone and from the way i see it we all did this before we we passed on then we'll be fewer cases in the courtroom less drama over succession I, i mean i can understand why this would be attractive sure for other way for dividing property but before we confirm that this is how everybody should do it let's determine two important things for rosemary first of all are the essential elements to make a will valid present in these minutes and secondly the people who are named as beneficiaries can they actually inherit and when it comes to validity which is the first thing this is usually determined by mental and legal capacity mental and legal capacity exactly and legal capacity is about being over 18 years of age because only adults are allowed to write wills so in this case rosemary's mother clearly met the threshold but the second thing is mental capacity and mental capacity is measured by a number of things For example, Rosemary's mother, did she understand what she was doing at the time? Could she have been under undue influence? Did she actually remember what property she owns? And did she know and approve of the contents of the will? So there are a number of things which determine mental capacity and failure to meet even one of them can be an argument for declaring no mental capacity present, therefore no valid will. But assuming that Rosemary's mother both had both mental and legal capacity an oral will which is what this seems to have been has other conditions in order to be valid first it must be witnessed by two competent witnesses and the person making it 
must have died within three months of making it. Three months of making it. You would probably want a written will as opposed to an oral will because it is clearer. But a written will has a further condition, which is that it must be signed by the person making it and two other witnesses. <laughs> two other witnesses. Exactly. But, but more importantly, that it must be signed by the person making it. So if you don't have that, but you have a will which was dictated and reduced into writing in the form of minutes, this can still remain an oral will. So assuming here we have a valid oral will, the other consideration is whether the people who are named as beneficiaries to the will can also be witnesses to the same will. So the law will not invalidate the will just because it has been witnessed by beneficiaries. However, for these beneficiaries to actually inherit, that gift that they're being given through the will must be witnessed by two other independent witnesses. Interesting. You have brought in something now. If I understand you correctly, it means that if this is an oral will, it will not be valid because three months elapsed since it was written. And if it is a written will, then the beneficiaries will not inherit because they are also the witnesses. Well, the actual position is somewhere between that. It's true that for an oral will, the person making it usually has to die within three months of making it. But death here could possibly also refer to clinical death, meaning that if Rosemary was on life support systems for those six months of her coma right after the surgery, then she might fit the description. And as we said, I mean, it's, it's unlikely that it's a written will because Rosemary's mother did not sign it. Signed the will. Yeah. But however, on the question of beneficiaries witnessing the will, yes. the way Rosemary describes it, there were at least five witnesses, five people in that room. And it's entirely possible that they could act as independent witnesses for each other's gifts. Okay. So for example, if Rosemary was given an acre of land somewhere in Kamulu, as long as her cousin and her auntie also witnessed that gift, then she could validly inherit it, even though she was also a witness to the will. It's a bit trickier, however, if the Kamulu plot was given jointly to all five of them, because now they are all beneficiaries, and <laughs> you cannot find an independent witness to that gift. So in my opinion, this can be a valid oral will, but only if death can be argued to include clinical death. But to determine the validity of each of the gifts, in this will, we would have to determine whether for each gift there were two independent witnesses apart from the beneficiary. Thank you, Akili. And thank you everyone for listening in to this episode of Swala Nyeti. What I understand is this, Rosemary, those minutes would be a valid oral will. However, the gift would be invalid. Well put, Geshaw. So join us tomorrow where we discuss another legal question from Thomas, who asked, can my late father's mistress also inherit his property? Can my late father's witness also inherit his property? Till next time, goodbye from me. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Swala Nyeti. To listen to more episodes or get more information, visit our website, www. 
swalanyeti.org. If you have a legal question, you can also send it to us on our website. Or call us on 0708-111-222 if you need urgent assistance. Till next time, goodbye. Goodbye.